We're back. Thank you so much for joining me. And remember, all my shows are podcast on mytalk1071.com. And you can listen to it anywhere in the whole wide world. As long as you got internet connection, just go to mytalk1071.com. If you want to listen at the time um, when I'm live and you want to call in. Obviously, there's time zones that are involved in the world. So you might be, you know, you'd be hearing me at, you know, two o'clock in the morning somewhere in the world, <laughs> but or two days later, I don't know. But anyway, so yeah, so go to my talk. All the shows here on my talk are all podcasts, so you can listen listen to us anywhere you want to go. Okay, what is out of bounds? Now, out of bounds is in like quotations. What is out of bounds? Um, I guess being out of the boundary, uh, something going out of your comfort zone. Nope, you're gonna laugh at this one. Mm. An exhausted kangaroo. Okay, oh, a kangaroo okay. bounds up yeah. and down or bounces. You know, yep. So an exhausted kangaroo. Nice. What is out of bounds? Quotations. <laughs> there you go. So hello. Okay. Let's uh and remember, you know, I'm gonna be um and so that's gonna be this coming that's next weekend already. I'm gonna be at Peterson's Mill. Okay. And so that's Peterson's Mill. I'll be there. Um, that's up in North Branch. You can find out more about that Pet Expo. Go to P as in Paul, N as in Nancy, B as in boy. That's um, Peterson's North Branch Mill, M-I-L-L dot com. Okay. I'm going to be doing pet nutrition class at 930 and a behavior class at 1030. Dogs are welcome to come as long as they're user friendly, uh, and dog friendly and, and people friendly. No retractable leashes. Remember, never ever go in public with a retractable leash. You have a four, if you got a tall dog, have a four foot leash. You got a short dog, have a six foot leash. Okay, just remember that. Okay, let's go back. Okay, we're back with kitties. Okay, are you with us? Isara, oh. are you there? Yeah, are you there, Isara? Okay. 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 So we're back to kitties. So now, hopefully, you had a little bit of time to think that we're not going to get a cat for a cat, for the yeah. fact that then you got double. Uh, you're teaching the kids doubly not to, you know, over stimulate the cats. And cats can get over. Oh, they're listening. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good. And so the thing is, is that if they play rough games, they're going to get nailed, and they're going to teach the dog you know, or the cat to go after them and attack their legs. And when they try to pet the cat that the cat whips around, you know, and might bite them and such like that. So they got to be calm and steady. Like I say, get the laser light, get the peacock feather, uh, get some ball, ping pong balls work really fun because the cats can really bat that around and really chase them and they bounce off of things really fast. Ping pong balls. Um, and, but no glitter balls. And then pay attention because some of those cat toys, the cats can rip apart and swallow, and that's not good for them, obviously. Okay? Mm-hmm. And then have them, like I say, build a cat tree, a floor-to-ceiling cat tree. Uh, like the, the older one, you know, maybe look online and try to find instructions how to do that. Have the kids take their energy that they want to play rough with the cat into doing things for the cat. And now you were saying that the one-year-old or the five-year-old could carry the cat around. He was really good with them? The five-year-old. Okay, yeah. seems like he really, like, it's almost like, he really likes her, right? And um, because even when he when she's out in school, okay, like he will find her bed and lay down, and he stays there. Ah, she's his human, and so the thing is, is that though my guess is she's not playing rough with him either. Okay. No, she loves on him. She'll grab him and kiss him and see. That's good. Hug him and, and that's what. Yeah, that, that's the kind of not the. the so and then the, the other ones, if they want to play, then it's not hands play with the cat because that will teach the cats to attack your hands. Okay, what you're going to do is use the laser light 
you know, feathers, you know, the Zepco with a weight on it and a feather tied to it or something, or even like a long piece of uh, rag, you know what I mean? Um, and as long as you squiggle it and the cat will go after it. But anything, you use toys for the cat to go after, not hands for the cat to go after. Otherwise, they don't have a prayer, okay? Okay. And so that's the whole thing. You've got to, you know, the kids have to be respectful. This is what, at this age, the cat is learning prey, you know, pouncing on prey and in the wings and coming out at prey, you know, being stealth. <laughs> and so, and if they're going to be the end of it, if they're going to teach the cat to be rough like that, then okay. they're going to be the prey and it's not going to be fun. Okay? okay. And so that's why they've got to think of constructive things. Believe it or not, you can teach cats tricks. My Adeline. She begs when I'll, I'll say Adeline, and I got her dish. You know, she'll sit on her haunches, stand up, and then just touch the dish with her paw. You know, and then follow it down. She'll stay on her haunches, and I put it till I put it all the way down, and then she gets up, and I'll say ciao, and she'll she'll eat. And so there's a lot of little things you can. Uh, all my cats come to their name. Don't call them kitty kitty, because then that's what becomes their name. If it, what's your cat's name? Dila. What? Dila. Dila. D-Lo, D-L-O, D-Lo. Oh, D-Lo, got it, got it, okay. So that's good. So call them D-Lo, don't call them Kitty. All my cats, <laughs> I can call them each individually. You know, cat with a K, I just call them cat, what I'm calling them. And I got Adeline, I got Sally, and I got Squigs. And at any time, I can stand in the middle of my yard and call one, and that one will come racing to me. Not the other ones will look like, hey, can I come too? Then if I call them, then they'll beat and come to me too. So teach them to tell everybody, don't call them Kitty, Kitty, or Kitty. The dog, the cat has a name. It's called D-Lo, okay? Okay. Okay, so you can have a lot of fun with them. Enjoy them. But like I say, if they want to play rough with their hands, then they're going to play, they're going to pay the price, Okay. So you got, and those are paying the price so far. Yep, and so that's the way, but it's up to you. You know, but now, like I said, the, the five-year-old is treating them kind and gentle, and she's getting, and that tells me that's good, that that cat can be gentle with her, that mean, instead of trying to poke her, like what she's learning from the boys. <laughs> okay, so that tells me a lot that, that you got a cool cat, that he just doesn't carry it on to anybody that doesn't even want it. <laughs> So, but no, we're not going to get a cat for a cat. We're just going to okay. get the kids trained, okay? Okay, I will do that. <laughs> okay, have a great day. Thanks for the call. You too, thank you. Bye-bye. All right, who's up there, ma'am? We have Summer. Summer. Summer has a question about the height of her feeding station. Okay, sounds good. Hey, Summer, how you doing? Good, how are you, Katie? Good, good. What kind of pupper do you got? Uh, well, I'm a uh, master to an 11 and a half year old female German Shepherd. Okay. And I also have, just by chance, have a six year old uh, male alley cat who is totally black. Oh, my. Okay. Cool. Dog, dog feeding question. Okay. I've, I've always fed the dog at a, like a platform that's about the same height as she was as she's grown. And I've always heard that that was like healthiest for them. Mm hmm. But lately, I've read a couple articles that say if you don't feed your dog from a dish on the floor, they're more susceptible to bloat, like with the stomach twisting. Mm -hmm. And I was just wondering if there's any sort of like best standard. Practice. Yes, there is. Don't feed dry food dry. If you don't want your dog to bloat, what you do, especially you, you got to breed. Shepherds are prone, prone to bloat. Deep chested yeah. long dogs. So what the thing is, is that you don't feed dry food dry. You put what you're going to feed in a dish, put hot tap water on it until it floats nicely, put it aside. 
Come back in a half hour. Yep. All the water yep. should be gone. Now feel a couple of the nuggets. You should be putting her set up soft to the center. If not, add a little bit more water. Wait a bit. Now put your supplements in, mix it up, and now feed it. And if you do that, you can almost 99% prevent, will not, never have to deal with bloat. They did a yep. survey, a, a thing, I don't know how many years ago it was, whereas it, you know, they, they messed with the elevation of the dish, uh, if, it, if it made any difference. Because they were, the thought pattern is if, if the dish was higher, that they're not sucking as much air you know, in, and so that could mm-hmm. be it. Uh, so that's where they started raising the dishes. Well, heck, that didn't do any good. <laughs> okay, and see, what it is is the nugget itself because dogs don't chew their food. They take oh, yeah. it and slam it. So that nugget goes whole into the gut, and then they have, now they just ate a, bu- uh, a bunch of dry matter, so now they go to and drink a buttload of water, and now all that hits the stomach, and if you look at the stomach, the stomach's like a hammock, you know, with the axles, Mm-hmm. And so now with the weight of the, the whole food and the weight of all that water, it stretches those axles. And now if the dog moves wrong, jumps wrong, whatever, the stomach can flip. And guess what? We got bloat. And so yeah. what it is is how you feed dry food. And if you don't feed any dry food whatsoever, okay, you do raw, freeze-dry, dehydrated, you cook for them. You don't ever have to worry about it. It's only if you feed dry food dry. Even, even, and, and I, I follow your feeding protocol, so that's not a problem. Nice. Then. So it doesn't matter. Really. Doesn't okay. matter. Nope. Cool. Doesn't matter. Especially if you, like I say, you rehydrate the food, where you know, because where they're drinking all that water. Because uh, yeah, that's the, the biggest thing. And so that's why, but a lot of people don't think of that. But then when I bring it up, they're like, "Well, that makes sense." So it's not the elevation of the feed dish. It is just how, what food, and how you're feeding it is what it is. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Thank you. Well, thank Appreciate you. It. You have a great yep. day. Bye-bye. You too. Take care. Bye. <laughs> Folks, don't feed dry food dry. Rehydrate it. You know, I can't tell you. I know it takes more time and everybody's in a, in a rush. But the thing is, is that it's healthier for your dog. And I can't tell you enough how many, especially golden retrievers, it seems like lately, that I've been getting, is that they've been having problems with loose stool. So they've been putting them on antibiotics and then antibiotics again because it didn't work the first time. Folks, if the antibiotic didn't work the first time, it's not going to work the second time. Okay, you're barking up the wrong tree. There's something else going on. So anyway, I've told a couple people that had, I mean, it's been four months worth of vet and visits and blah, blah, blah. I said, rehydrate the food. The gal called me in two days and said, I don't believe it. Perfect doo-doos. No more slot, no more nothing. I said, you're welcome. (laughs) So you got to understand, okay, that just because they have loose stools, it's like how you're feeding or what you're feeding. It makes, it's it's huge, very huge, okay? Okay, where are we at? Oh, I'm sorry, we got to (laughs) run. Here I am talking away, talking away. Okay, let's see what we're going to do here. Okay. Goliath beetles found in Africa are Earth's heaviest insect. How much do they weigh? Two ounces, four ounces, eight ounces, one pound. Goliath beetles. No looking it up. Just take a guess. We'll be back. It's a bit of fun day today. You can tell the Vikes ain't playing today. The calls have been very busy. True. Thank goodness. I like calling. I like answering questions. I like to talk. Can you tell? Mm-hmm. You know, God gave us all gifts, and if we can find a niche uh, of what we our gift is, mm-hmm. and we can actually get to do it, you know, it's awesome. Yeah, it's a great thing. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. Now I forgot what question I did. Oh, it was the about, Goliath. Yes. Yeah, Goliath beetle found in Africa are Earth's heaviest insects. 
How much do they weigh? Two ounces, four ounces, eight inch, eight ounces, one pound. I'm going to go with the pound. You know, if there's an insect out there that's one pound, I'm running. I am running <laughs> to the next continent. There is no way. But four ounces okay. is what it is. But that four that's ounces, still a lot, yeah. that's a lot. You know, it's just like, that's a beetle. A go- mm-hmm. No, thank you. That would put, my girlfriend worked at a place, and she said they had cockroaches that Pertner, you know, would sit down and eat with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and where she was working, you know, she brought, you know, um, backpack mm-hmm. and she would never bring her backpack into the house okay because she was always scared that one of them would get into her backpack mm-hmm. and then get into her house so she always would leave it outside and then she'd take it all apart okay and like for the weekend mm-hmm. you know and make sure there ain't nobody in there and then when she would bring it into the house and it's just like oh those cockroaches she showed me one mm-hmm. i'm like oh whoa. you know i'm not really scared of anything but it just when you're not used to seeing something that size, it's like, wow. Okay, who's up? We have a uh, Jean who has an issue with her dog having a stomach irritation problem. Uh-oh, stomach irritation. Hi, how you doing? Well, I'm fine, but my little girl, Roxy, is not. Oh, no, what's uh, going on? Well, I called you about nine years ago. I, have, she, she, I got her 10 years ago, and she was having teary eyes, and you recommend putting her on grain-free food, which I've done. Mm-hmm. But what happened, um, she started licking her belly and the inside of her leg. So this is exterior. Yep. And she went into the vet for a vaccine, and I asked him about it and everything. He said, well, this little irritation, allergy of some kind, he gave me some prednisone. Well, it hasn't cleared up all summer. And I wondered, you know, it could have been having to do with the, with the uh, bad air we had earlier this summer. Mm-hmm. Now, my son's Ridgeback was having a problem, too, but he's cleared up. And, um, I mean, we put her back on prednisone, but I tried taking her off. Uh, I've got her on a freeze-dry rod a um, frozen raw, and then I had some treats. So I took her off of each of those for like, you know, five days to a week, and that didn't make a difference. It did or did not? It did not help. Okay. And so I don't know. I've got a hot spot spray with dimethicone in it, and then I found out I got some bitter apple from my horse's fly mask so other horses don't pull it off. Yeah. And found out you have to put that on her belly too, but it's just not clearing up after three months. Okay. I'm perplexed. Okay, so what? first of all, anytime you feed raw, okay, or any human food, it always should be at room temperature, never cold, okay? Yeah. Uh, okay, and so then now what were you feeding her that you took her well, off? I took her off, um, I have Robles freeze-dried. Okay, Robles, uh, okay. Beef. Beef, and then, okay. Uh, and then this is um, Steve's frozen pet food, and I have her on um, a uh, chicken and that. Okay. And I was kind of rotating foods, but the, the, the food I was using keeps getting um, discontinued and everything. So she gets one in, the, one in the morning and the other in the night. Okay. And I let the food thaw out overnight in the refrigerator. Okay. And here again, she's been on, uh, she's been on the Ravel for several years. Okay. Um, and she's been on the, uh, well, this freeze food is, is a new one because here again, this was discontinued. But she's been on that for several months. But it just happened like late May, early June. And that's when the, the air was really bad. But now the air is better now and her tummy isn't. Okay. Um, yeah, this is definitely. Now, a lot of dogs have a problem with beef. My Gilligan had a problem with beef. When I gave him, you know, because I gave him raw or freeze-dried once in a while. And anyway, and I, he, his, uh, he started itching quite a bit. I'm like, really? And so I pulled him off the beef and I did turkey and I did duck and just very minimum, you know, chicken maybe, you know, once a week if that. Okay. okay. And it went away. Beef was the culprit, okay? Uh, do you have in mind uh, any supplements? 
Uh, no, I don't. Okay. okay. What I would do is, uh, as, as far as um, the allergies and such like that, like with the fires that were going on, dogs had more um, breathing problems. You know, their lungs didn't do as well. So did, but there, as far as allergies, uh, yeah, I, I doubt it with that. But anyway, so, but so, yeah, so the thing is, is that I would nix, I would try turkey and I would try duck, okay, is what I would try. And I'd get her off the chicken and the beef. I'm off the beat. But anyway, and then I would go to a probiotic, a digestive enzyme, okay? And, ha- and then um, the best is from vitalplanet.com. Yes, they're more expensive, but they're because they're good. You got 20 billion, you know, all the stuff you need instead of just a billion or 10 billion. But anyway, okay. so the thing is, is that now have you gotten any new carpet, any new rugs, a new dog bed? Have you gotten anything new? No, but I am. As of, I'll be getting new carpet in a couple of weeks, but no, everything is the same old stuff. Okay. You know, when you get the new stuff, number one, ask them to air it before they install it or they unroll it the night before and for 24 hours because it's not only for the toxicity of your dog, but for the toxicity of your home. Because if you ever know how, like, you walk in, you can smell the new carpet. Okay. Yeah. That is full of chemicals, full of what you're bringing. You're not smelling new carpet. You're smelling carp- chemicals. And so you yeah. can have them, you can request to have them air it 24 and you know if they did it or not because it won't smell, smell like new carpet. Okay. Okay. okay but do that for the safety of you and the dog. Okay. And so because remember, they're walking in that and they're laying in that. So that's why I asked about that, you know, for their feet and for their belly and stuff like that when you get new. When you get new furniture, you know, they all got chemicals and new beds and such like that, okay? And so now, is her belly, what color is her belly? Well, it's like it's pink underneath, but the top, like there's gray, a dark gray over it. Ah, okay. Okay, yep. So it's a, it's a food allergy is what it is, okay? It is. Yep, yep. When the tummies turn gray, it's a food allergy. And so does she butt scoot at all? Uh not not often, no. Okay, good, good. Yeah, now are you feeding any processed food at all, or is it just all raw? No, I mean, if I give her any of my food, she might get meat, and she loves broccoli, cauliflower, nice. beans, and stuff like that. So nice. I don't, okay, good. Okay, so you're not feeding any processed food. What about no. treats? What about treats or chewable awesome. things? Grain-free, proce- grain-free treat that I'm feeding her. No, n- none of that. That's a processed food. Okay. If you want to give her something to chew on, give her a broccoli or a cauliflower. All right. Um, Yeah, because we want to get rid of all processed food that no raw high chews, pizzles, nothing like that. Okay. I I was was using uh, you know grain free. um, uh, What does it here? I was using the Bill Jack grain free treat. Mm -hmm. It's it's processed. So does it have potato in it? Potatoes a high allergen. What? Oh, sweet potato. Oh, sweet potatoes are good. Good, good, good. Okay. But anyway, but yeah, no, I would just go to the raw right now because we want to limit the, what do you want to call it? You know, the, the meats. We don't want, we want to know for sure just duck, just um, turkey. Okay. And then maybe you could just do, ju- I'd, I'd start out with turkey, okay. rotate into turkey. Okay. And then I'd rotate into the duck. And then just do like, you know, a week of turkey and see what happens. And sometimes okay. what you might have to do, it, 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 hold on, we'll, t- we'll talk about it when we get back, okay? So yep. just a minute, nope, I'm not, I'm prepared here. I'm thinking of one thing. Okay, where does, this, where does success come before work? Where does success, okay, I can say that, come before work, we'll be back. Uh, 
Hello. All right. Uh, there we go. Where does success come before work? Oh. I... When it has money attached to it, I guess? <laughs> <laughs> no. Where does success come before work? In the dictionary. Mm. There you go. Now you have it. All right. Okay, let's go. Where are we at there? We got Jeannie. Jean, there you go. I couldn't remember what person I was talking to. Okay, Jeannie, still with us? I'm here. Oh, there. There you are, yeah. Yeah, the tummy thing. Now, another question for you. Is this dog overweight or good weight? Oh, no, she's a good weight. She's, oh, good. Uh, okay. she's a little. She's about 12 pounds. She's a um, little teddy bear. Okay, sounds good. Okay, because overweightness, too, sometimes you get that gray tummy. But the gray tummy, yeah, definitely is uh, the food that you're feeding. So what we got to okay. do is we got to find out what's going on. I would do the probiotic, the digestive enzyme. You can give a little bit of extra virgin coconut oil. That, that, that helps with any inflammation that's in the gut system. Okay. okay, just a little bit for that. You can, you can build over a couple of weeks to one teaspoon, you know, a day, whether you want to do half in the morning, half at night or whatever type thing. But you want to build and that's a real teaspoon, not a heaping one. Okay. 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 But anyway, um, it's, now there also is another website that has a lot of links or a lot of uh, information. It's called primalpooch.com. Primalpooch.com. So check her out. Okay. And anyway, but like I said, it has to do, but no, no processed food whatsoever. You're just doing fresh, you know, uh, uh, and, and then everything thawed, uh, and then, uh, at room temperature. Like when I thaw, you know, raw for the cat or well, now that I, but anyway, I put, you know, thawed, I put it in the dish and I put hot tap water on it just a little bit. You know, I kind of mush it a little bit and then put the hot tap water. So that quickly brings it to room temperature. So then I can, and then I can feed it from there. Okay. Okay. But yeah, I get, go ahead. On the, on the probiotic, is there a certain brand or some certain type I should look for for the probiotic? Yeah, that, yeah, that, um, uh, vitalplanet.com. They have the it. Vitalplanet. Vital vital yeah, V-I-T-A-L. Yeah. Because there's a okay. lot, there's a lot out there, but there's some of them that are not, that has anything that has at least 10 billion strains, but 20 billion is even better. And that's what Vital Planet has. Okay. And so that's why I like Vital Planet. Do you take a probiotic or a digestive enzyme? Um, I'm not at this point. I have, but I'm not on them right now. Okay, okay. Because you can give it. To, you can give peoples to dogs. You can do that. And usually, okay. what it says for the humans, you cut for the dogs. You cut it in half, and then because you have a twelve pounder, you you do just a smidgen less than half. Okay. Okay. But right. but yeah, so that's the whole thing. We got to repair the digestive system. Studying it now. Personally, I think I heard earlier you brought him to the vet and you got a vac vaccines. Yep. And that's going to send her right into a tailspin. Everything you're trying to repair, you just shot it out the door. And so that's what you've got to do is that she's 12 years old. Okay. You got to make, you got to learn about vaccinations and decide if ever again. Um, I'm a one and done gal myself that they're good for the life of the dog. And so, but if you board the dog, you have no other option. Well, you do. You just don't board them. You find a friend to watch the dog. Okay. But you can wind up having some side effects. What vaccination did she get? Um, I think that was the Bordetella, if okay. I remember correctly. Yeah. We, now, why are we getting the Bordetella? Well, I haven't for a while, but I have taken her to doggy daycare sometimes, you know, to get exercise in the winter months when it's kind of hard to walk. Okay. Okay. Yeah. She's, you know, at this age, she, you are fine for entertainment. Okay. 
And so you okay. might want to just start thinking about revisiting, you know, go to Dogs Naturally magazine and, and look up vaccinations and see. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just saying empower yourself, make a decision you're comfortable with. Okay. No, I understand. There's something there. I also had a question, um, you know, on the grain free. I've got a friend who's a vet tech and she's really concerned about the grain free and the, the heart problems that can come from what they're fighting. What is your view on that as far as grain? Free or not grain free that is the apparently the veterinary industry did not get the the memo from the fda they got the first one with fda sent it out oh warning uh grain free is going to call cause dilated cardiomyopathy dcm okay okay well then the big the big manufacturers came up to the fda and say excuse me where's your research show us where that the grain free is going to cause this and the okay. fda goes uh uh Okay, so four months later, they they sent out another thing to the vets. Oops, we until further research, you know, we're kind of stepping back. But the, the mm-hmm. all the vets, I shouldn't say all, the majority of them, didn't get that memo, and so they they everybody is in is all this on this. Oh my God, anti grain grain free, you know. I tell people if you're really that worried about it, well then then um then just feed a bag of grain free and then a bag of grain free. I mean a bag with grain, grain free with grain, grain free. You're not feeding it on a regular basis, and anything yeah. that's not fed, you know, like I said, like that on a there's no way it's you know it, it's just it, it is. If you go to the F go to oh, let's see. I think it's FDA.gov, if I'm not mistaken, and then in the search put in DCM in dogs and start reading. Okay, what they came up with and how they base it. Okay, and then oh geez, where is that? There's another really good website that really breaks it down. And um, I'm looking quickly through my notes here that. Um, I can't. I can't think of it. It's just really shot out of my head, because it's <laughs> it's really a excellent. Uh, da, da, da. Maybe just in. Oh, here it is. Okay. Oh, whew, whew. thank good that is. I keep stuff way too long. <laughs> okay. Go to the sciencedog dot com. The sciencedog dot com and read there what they have to say about it. Okay, and then go to the FDA.gov and see what they have to say about it. Okay, start doing some input and then also hemopet.org, hemo, H-E-M-O, pet.org. Dr. Uh, Dodds did uh, uh, a a couple ditties on it. And so the whole thing is, is uh, grain-free, oh my God, they're going to die is a much to do about nothing. And because of what it comes to in anything, even if you fed your dog for the, all his life, you know, the same grain inclusive dog food, you're going to have a lot of health problems. OK, the whole key to a, he- a healthy dog is rotation and fast over. I mean, like this week I'm feeding this next week I'm feeding this. Uh, in my household. One day they got beef. The next day they got turkey. The third day they got this. You know, what I mean, I rotated that fast daily. I rotate. I had everything on hand. Okay, and so, but most people don't do that. And so, if, if you, the longest you want to feed one thing for any length of time is two weeks, and you're rotated into something else. Now, once it's been rotated in, and it comes back into the feed line, you just open and feed. It's only at the beginning. Now, once you've been feeding a good rotation diet for like nine, ten months, then you no longer have to rotate anything in. You've established the dog's rock gut. Okay, and so then they can take anything that they even stuff they've never had before. My one dog, Ben, um, 
He found a package of uh, Oreo cookies that somebody dropped off for me, and Ben was kind. Yeah, Ben was kindly enough to eat the whole thing. Oh, he, he didn't skip a beat. I know if I would have ate that whole package, I would have been in the pot for like two days. Okay, he didn't even skip a beat, and it's like that's how good his stomach was. It's like, hey, no problem, got this. And that's why a dog is in good shape. They should have a rock gut, and they should be able to take anything at any time. And dogs that get into the garbage once and have been fed the exact same thing all the time, it's an ER visit. Okay, so that's why, like, it's it's really important. The healthier dog has the biggest rotation diet. So, but okay. yeah, that that much that DCM is just about not, nobody. There's not enough research out there to do that. And like I said, if you're worried about it, then just rotate, and there, there's okay. not going to be any problem. Okay. Well. Keep the complimentary care for myself. One other question is, uh, once or twice a year, she'll come up with Giardia. And my vet is kind of a, somewhat of a homeopathic vet. And he always mixes up his own little bottle of stuff, and that takes care of it. Is there anything else I can do to kind of prevent her, other than keep her away from eating rabbit poop and things like that? Well, no, if they're eating rabbit poop, deer poop, stuff like that, they need it. They get good enzymes from that poop. Okay? okay, and by you giving the probiotic and the digestive enzymes, you're give, putting those enzymes in that they need, and they're going to be less poop seeking. Okay, and so okay. the thing is, is that a lot of times giardia is not te- really giardia; it's just like feeding uh, the dry food dry. Their gut system kind of hits the wall, and they get a little bit of IBS, irritable bowel syndrome. Okay, okay, and so that's so, what, go ahead. What's the best for it then? Say again. If they come up with giardia, what's the best treatment? Um, the whole thing is, is usually if the dog's gut system is, they're not going to get it, but otherwise it's just basically, uh, sweet potatoes, cooked sweet potatoes, okay. And pumpkin. Okay. But that has high fiber and it, it, it gets everything put together again, a little bit of coconut oil because the coconut oil takes the inflammation out of the gut, which is causing that. And then, okay. and that's usually what I found, but I personally, I've never had to deal with it because of the diet I fed all my dogs. So, okay. Okay, and then well, we live on a farm, so believe me, they're eating goose poop, chicken poop, you know, every once in a while, but they're not craving it, like, oh, gotta eat it, gotta eat it. Every once in a while, there's an exceptionally big one, <laughs> and they're like, well, let me check that out, and I was like, oh, yes, don't kiss me. But anyway, but no, if the gut, gut system is in a good rate, because dogs have the uncanny ability God gave them, was that if you're missing something in your diet, you can find it in nature. That's why mm-hmm. I had a client that the dog was licking um, anything rusty. And so he's worried about cutting his tongue and obviously getting sick. But anyway, so I said, take him in. He's mineral deficient. And sure as bananas, that's what happened. So they got built his minerals up and no more gate licking. And like I say, okay. if their gut system is in good shape, no more pooping eating either. So, oh. okay. Well, and the rotating thing, I think I need to change. Because I was feeding one thing in the morning and one thing in the afternoon. And I did have a third one, but here again, that went out of stock. Okay. So it's better to just... One thing for two weeks and then something else for two weeks and go that Okay, way. or even a week. You even do one thing, her turkeys this week. And because you're trying to figure out if it's like the meat itself, okay, yeah, be- I would just do turkey for one week and see what happens, or maximum two weeks, okay? And now does he start itching? Because usually if it's going to cause a problem, it's going to cause a problem within a week, okay? But every dog's different, so you just got to kind of test, be your own test pilot, okay? Yeah, okay. Well, okay. thank you so much, Katie. I appreciate it. You betcha. Have a grand day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Whoa, ouch, that hurt. Hurt my little ears. Sorry about that. I think that's when she hung up. Oh, there, that's okay, that's okay. Hey, we're winding down. Look at this. Okay, here's the last question for the week, folks. Let's see, which one do I want? Okay. How, what is the 
only insect on earth with only one ear. Only insect, only with one ear. An elephant beetle, praying mantis, a stick bug, or an ant. All right, we're back. And we're in the final minutes of the show. What is the only insect on earth with only one ear? Elephant beetle, praying mantis, a stick bug, or an ant? Um, I guess a stick bug. Nope. And this is fun. Uh, this is weird. It's praying mantis. Oh. Has only one ear. Hmm. Why? Yeah, I wouldn't. Boy, know. I sounded like Julie there for a minute. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Do you have any random thoughts for us, like her? (laughs) Mom, my thoughts are random. (laughs) (laughs) What can you say? Okay, just a a couple of things before I get on my high horse here, a couple of things. Okay, just a reminder, Peterson's, um, now this is coming, this coming Saturday, not today, well, today's Sunday, next Saturday is... Uh, is the uh, Pet Expo up at Peterson's Mill in North Branch. So find out more information about it. Go to P as in Paul, N as in Nancy, B as in boy, mill.com. And they have a lot of different vendors there, some rescue groups. And the big thing is Nutrisource is going to be there. And then with a lot of their new products and such like that. And remember, Nutrisource now has freeze-dried, folks freeze dried you know which i've been i'm so happy they've come out with that and just for for dogs right now i got mine up at uh spikes in um spike cools in 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 forest lake uh there i was turned around i was like oh these this just came out you know just like about a week ago they said yep and we got it so yeah so please get into the the freeze dried that's raw with the moisture taken out of you know in nutrisource they got three so you can go to nutrisourcepetfoods.com nutrisourcepetfoods.com and you can and for all their products the kombucha uh their tetra packs you know that has the stews in there for your pets you know whether it's the dry food or the canned food uh, i mean they've got it all there and they have a locator so you can find the stores nearest you and always call sometimes especially if it's, if it's a jaunt for you call to make sure it's they have it in stock because there's so many nutrisource pa- products that they can't hold you know handle most stores don't have the space for everything they make so they if there's something special that tickles you call them and see if they got it and if they do great tell them to hold it you'll be down there to get it and then otherwise if they don't they can order anytime any place that carries nutrisource products uh, they can order any of Nutrisource stuff in that you want to try because they only have so much, you know, space shelf. So it's pretty cool. And then um, the Hools, uh, uh, Spike Hools up in Forest Lake, they redoing, they redid the the mill. Oh, it's gonna be gorgeous when they get done with it. It's gonna be so cool. I can't wait to see it. So anyway, they got the butt. Okay, now uh, another thing. So yeah, so uh, next week, next Saturday, be up at um, Peterson's Mill up in North Branch, and you can go to. Uh, to they're gonna gonna be have different vendors. They have, um, and their store in itself is phenomenal. You, it's unbelievable. Then also that same day, is I don't know what you call it. Uh, a doings in the park that's right in the front of Peterson's where you've got a lot of vendors. They've got uh, uh, canned goods. You got T-shirts. You got sweatshirts. You got uh, stuff and junk. It's just also to go along. So make it a day because you, after you get down out of Peterson's, you're going to want to just walk across the parking lot into the park. And it's just it's really, really cool. And I forget. I don't know if it's North Branch Days or City Days. I, I, don't, I can't remember what it is, but it's really, really good. Okay, and then now I was, you know, I told you that I went across the street to Dewey's, and uh, there was a couple people there, 
They had some uh, English Bulldogs, which I was really impressed with that they weren't too fat. They actually had a waistline. <laughs> okay, but it was in a big, it, well, I'll just call it a pole barn, okay? Uh, huge. It's ginormous. And anyway, so they had a live band, and these people had their dogs there. And the band was playing, and I'm just watching the dogs like, get me the heck out of here. Okay, folks, remember, dogs can hear at least 300 times better than us. Some have a better hearing. Okay, 300 times better than us. Their idea of fun is not when there's events with a loud music. You know, I finally couldn't. I didn't know these people. <laughs> I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> so I went over and I said, did you guys come in a car? You didn't come on a motorcycle, did you? But anyway, um, she said, oh, yeah, you got an RV. They're gonna, they were going to be spending the night. I says, can you put the dogs in there for me, please? I said, look at these dogs. These dogs are like. Just, you know, they're not, you know, if the dog is stressing out where they're jumping and pacing and twirling, then the per owner knows. But if the dogs are just, because they're well-behaved, you know, if they're just crashing and just, you know, like, oh, I wish I was not here. <laughs> okay. Um, and then uh, somebody brought a puppy in, and it's, the puppy was like, you know, 10-week-old puppy, and like in this loud music. And so pup, people... There's so many people where they want the dogs to go everywhere with them, and it drives me up a tree. The, uh, the biggest tree it drives me up is when you get these companion helpers, not, not companion, um, what do you want to call them? You know, for, well, not companion helpers. Uh, like I, a therapy animal? Well, kind of, sort of. Um, you know, for, but anyway, uh, we're like to go to the state fair with the gazillion of people there. And it's like, you know what? If you can't go to the fair without, you know, your your animal, then maybe you shouldn't go to the fair. <laughs> Because it's not fair to the dog when people put these dogs into situations because they're having a good time and they want their dog to be with them. And it's like, well, if you want the dog to be with you, then do stuff that the dog enjoys, that both of you enjoy. But dogs don't like loud noises, okay? They don't because they hear so exceptionally well. And then how many people, raise your hand, have been too close to a speaker during their rock concert days and maybe don't have the best of hearing anymore, okay? And so I've got a girlfriend that lost her hearing. Basically, totally, she has to have, uh, back in the day where she was at a loud concert, blow eardrums, okay? And so she's always had to have hearing aids ever since then, back when she was a teen popper, and she's my age now. And so that's why, and hearing's nothing to mess with, because now we only have our dogs, if we're lucky, you know, it's 15 years. Maybe some of you are lucky enough to have them even longer. But the average is 10 to 13 years that most dogs leave us. And that's that, that we don't have them that much. It's really sad. And so the thing is, is that will you please don't be selfish with your time on the events that you want to go to. There's human events that just humans should go to. And then there's, I personally would not take a dog to any event. You know, even like if it's a dog event, now that's too much commotion. Whereas, oh my God, look at that dog. Look at this dog. You know what I mean? Words are, then fights can happen. Blah, blah, blah. I'd rather spend time with my dog eating popcorn, watching TV, going for cool walks, teaching a trick, uh, teaching brain teasers, having interactive fun because the dogs are looking to us for guidance. Okay. What, and they, and they're so patient with us to go along, even though they're just like, get me the heck out of here. And so that's why you've got to look, if you're a good, responsible dog owner, number one, you've taught them how to walk on a leash politely. 
Okay, if not, call Katie's canine up and call me up at four. Uh, up and you go, <laughs> and then. Uh, but the whole thing is, is that you you have to see it from the dog's point of view because they are literally dogs are from Mars. It's amazing how they can learn our language. We don't. Most people don't take the time to learn the dog's language. And the dog's language is their body language, and then you you know how they hold their ears, their head, their tail, blah blah blah. Okay, and then their barks. You know, different between a. Bark, bark, throw me the ball bark. Or bark, 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 somebody's out there, and I don't think it's pretty. <laughs> okay? But for them to learn through trial and error and how we teach them uh, the word sit, down, stay, come, roll over, heal, it's it's a miracle. It really is nothing but short of a miracle. But the thing is, is that too many people don't, they're, um, they don't, they're too selfish in themselves. They want the dog to go everywhere with them in situations dogs should never go. So, did you have something to say? My family would bring uh, dogs to the cabin when it was 4th of July. Oh, and God. I always would argue with them. They're like, it's the lake. Dogs love to run around. I'm like, not when we're going to have fireworks. They yep. all hated it. Yep. And, yeah, I'd feel bad for their ears. Oh, exactly. Um, and then and that's where on the 4th of July, the 5th of July is when there's a overwhelming amount of, of dogs lost because they're running, trying to run from the noise, mm. you know, and they get lost. And that's why everybody should have their, you know, the market trip, micro trip or, you know, call, you know, uh, name on the collar. Uh, I don't like danglies. I just use a Sharpie on the collar. You know, this is my phone number. And as it fades, I rewrite it. <laughs> that works. But yeah, so, but the whole thing is, folks, be, be fair. Okay. Have great fun. There's so much fun you can do with your dogs and such like that. Go on a hay wagon. <laughs> but don't put your dog in situations. Like I said last night, that band was good band. I loved them. But the whole thing is, is that I'm looking at those dogs going, oh, please. Oh, and finally, I just got up and I just went over there. Can you please get the dogs out of here, at least from the repercussion, you know, take it mm-hmm. around. And so they did. They did. And I, I applauded them. And they said, well, we never heard of that or was told that. But see, that's why most people don't really take the time to look and understand from the dog's point of view. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm here, folks. <laughs> so anyway, hey, you know what? Make this week, you know. Be what you want, be the change you want to see. Be the change you want to see, all right? You want more kindness, be kinder. Always do something, pay it forward. So you did a great job again, Lex. Thanks again. Thank you. I think Ellie has left us, left the state, but anyway, someday we'll see her again. You guys have a great week. You take care. Got any questions? Call me up.